0: Hello and welcome back to the Game with Caitlin podcast. I am your host Caitlin and I am super excited to be recording another podcast. Today what I'm going to talk about is the sort of top mistakes that I made during my fitness journey and my sort of thought process behind sharing this is that if I can sort of identify and share with you the mistakes that I made hopefully it will prevent you making the same mistakes and it will allow you to know you know exactly what you should be doing what doesn't work and just help you have a super successful fitness journey so I have written down a few And basically, I'm just going to have a little chat, like talk through them, tell you why they didn't work, tell you what you should do instead, and hopefully, it will help you during your fitness journey. So especially if you're just starting, because I think it's so, it's hard, isn't it, to start? Because where do you start? And there's so much information out there, and a lot of it is quite misleading, so it is hard to know what to believe, what not to believe, what actually works, what doesn't work. And another thing which I think is super important is, is that different things work for different people. But I'm going to talk about my mistakes, and which are actually quite common mistakes. And hopefully it will help. Okay, so... My first mistake, and I think this is where everyone starts, is a lot of people look for a quick fix. And this tends to be some sort of fad, which I have done a few fad diets. So let me tell you oh my God. If you haven't listened to my first podcast, you need to go and listen to that because I talk about my booty experience in ikea which was not a good experience let me tell you um and then other things like raspberry ketones and all the other sorts of you know fads and things out there companies trying to sell you products and promise that you're gonna lose a stone in two weeks or, you know, whatever it might be, which is really appealing, because you've just started this journey, and you think, oh, wow, that's so easy, I can, you know, drink this tea, and in seven days, I'm gonna lose seven pounds, and that's all I need to do, when actually, no, it's not, it's a lie, and it's not gonna benefit you in any way at all, so... Fads, quick fixes, they are everywhere. And let me tell you, they do not work. Something that promises you results within 7 days, 14 days, 30 days, whatever it might be, is, let me tell you right now, a recipe for a disaster. It's not going to work, okay? And if it did work, we would no one would have to, you know, do anything other than drink tea and get the results they want. And do you look around you? You know that just doesn't happen. If it really truly happened, then it would be so easy, and and we wouldn't be pursuing, you know, these fitness journeys or um, these goals or whatever it might be. So fads, quick fixes don't work. Another way to think of it is that I talked to a few of my clients and they say, you know, it's been a month now and I've not really seen much change or I haven't really seen any results. And I have to remind them that, you know, this isn't a quick fix. Quick fixes don't work. Yes, they might work short term, but you've probably had to sacrifice a lot to do that. And, you know, realistically, for example, let's say your, your goal is fat loss. And over the space of maybe like five years, you've slowly gained body fat and you've got to a place now where you're unhappy or whatever, and you want to drop a little bit of body fat. You have to remember that it took you over the space slowly over five years to get, you know, from A to B. So to get from B to A, it's not going to take a week. It's not going to take two weeks. It's not going to take a month it's probably going to take a couple of years realistically if you want to do this in a successful, sustainable way. So yeah, fads, quick fixes don't work. If it sounds like a fad, it probably is a fad and I promise you, it's not going to work. Okay, so what you need to do is figure out a plan of action that is essentially a healthy lifestyle change so it's going to be you know cleaning up your diet or it's going to be starting some sort of exercise program it's going to be increasing your daily movement and just general exercise and things like that those are things that work okay drinking tea for seven days isn't going to work Right so my next one and again is one that a lot of people do right at the beginning is doing too much too soon and what I mean by that is going balls to the wall and thinking right it's Monday I am gonna start this fitness journey I'm gonna start my whatever it might be weight loss journey or muscle gain journey and I'm gonna go all in and what a lot of people do is then, let's take fat loss for example, they then start to cut out a lot of food groups and say I'm not going to eat sweets, I'm not going to eat crisps, I'm not going to eat chocolate, I'm only going to eat salad with chicken, I'm not going to drink any alcohol, I am going to go to the gym every single day or I'm going to go to the gym five days a week and I'm going to try and hit 10 to 15,000 steps. All of that at once is so, so, so overwhelming. And initially, maybe for a week, a lot of people can do that. And that is usually because motivation is really high right at the beginning of any sort of journey. But there is absolutely no way on earth that you will keep that momentum going because it's just not sustainable. You're doing too much too soon. And what you really need to do is break it down into small little goals, small little habits that you can create to then make an overall lifestyle change. So let's take it right back to the beginning. Okay how is your sleep do you sleep enough how is your stress levels are you stressed how much water do you drink a day do you drink two to three liters maybe that's something that you can improve um what do you do for exercise at the minute if anything if if you don't do anything let's start with two days a week let's try and get two sessions in a week Do you only do about 3,000 steps? Maybe you're sat at a desk all day. Okay, now let's try and up that to 5,000 steps. And then you're building these tiny little habits that are going to stack up and create a big lifestyle change, which is done over a a long period of time. So little habits over a long period of time is what's going to get you from A to B okay, that is going to take you through your journey much more successfully than trying to do absolutely everything and going all in on it right at the beginning. Because like I said, that can be really overwhelming. You're not going to have the motivation to keep going. It's just not going to work. So what you need to do is when you're starting, fitness journey or restarting whatever whatever it is you're doing you need to sit down and realistically think of your goals what you want to achieve and break it down into micro goals okay start small and keep creating habits that are going to in return create a big overall lifestyle change without it being all done at once at the beginning um, and I think that is what what a lot of people do too much too soon and as well which I've spoken about multiple times if you follow me on Instagram it's making sure that the habits that you are trying to create are habits that do fit in with your current lifestyle situation and lifestyle commitment so for example if you work really long hours and if you work you maybe you work shifts or maybe you're a mum and you've got two or three small children um things like hitting the gym five times a week are probably not going to be realistic and sustainable so you need to have a think oh actually but I can't go five times a week. So I'm not even going to bother trying to do that because that's going to demotivate me because I'm not going to have, you know, I'm not going to be able to keep going because it's not sustainable with my lifestyle situation. So do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to break that down into three days and then I'm going to go on a Monday. I'm going to go on a Thursday and I'm going to go on a Sunday and that's sustainable for me. That's what you need to think about. You really need to take your current situation into consideration and sort of go from there. Okay, so the next mistake is expecting results too soon and then giving up. Now, I kind of spoke about that at the beginning when you're looking for a quick, you know, a quick fix. Like I said, if it took you from five years, if it took you five years to get from A to B, it's not going to take you one month to get from B to A. And I think that is so important. Things like muscle building as well. If you're looking to gain a bit of strength, gain a bit of muscle, whatever it might be, these things take time and they take consistent, Like You have to be consistent with them as well. So... A lot of people think right I've been doing this for two weeks now I don't see any results what's the point point? and the point is you haven't given it long enough you really really need to give it time results don't happen overnight and especially if you're trying to do this in the most sustainable maintainable healthy way you're not going to see quick results and if you do see quick results have a think is, is is what you're doing sustainable are you going to be able to do this for the rest of your life because if you can't do it for the rest of your life then you're going to end up back at square one again okay like I say this has to be a lifestyle change and if it's not it's not going to be sustainable and You're not going to maintain the results that you do get. So, yeah, it's not worth giving up after two weeks or after a month or after three months. You've got to keep going and you've got to be consistent. So, another mistake, and I, this is probably one of the most, maybe the most unhealthy. Mistake that I made, and it really did mess me up a lot. Like I spoke about on the previous podcast, I got to a place where my hair was falling out in clumps. I had no energy. I lost my period. Okay, and that is because I made the mistake of under eating and over exercising. So I wasn't fueling my body to carry out the amount of exercise that I was doing I was doing far too much exercise and not eating enough so what happens is your body really needs this energy you are pushing well I was pushing my body to its limits because I was you know trying to walk x amount of steps each day I was exercising every day on top of that I was doing like the couch to 5k so I do like five six like um resistance-based sessions as well as doing all this running all this walking um, and whatnot and I was eating about 1400 calories which is absolutely ridiculous and like I say my health took a massive toll so what your body does is it tries to shut down, or it starts to shut down systems that require energy so that it's, it, it, just to try and keep you alive, basically. So for example, I didn't have enough energy to have a healthy menstrual cycle. So my body basically stopped me having a period. Just to try and conserve some energy. Another thing was, I wasn't getting enough nutrients because my, partly due to my eating disorder and obviously not fueling my body correctly. So my hair was falling out in clumps because, you know, my body was trying to use the nutrients that I, the little nutrients that I gave it for the most vital things to keep me alive. Whereas my hair, I don't really need the hair on my head to stay alive, so the nutrients were, weren't weren't going to my hair basically. So then my hair would just fall out in clumps because there, it was just not getting supplied with any nutrients. Same with like my nails; my nails are really brittle because I had no nutrients. So it is so 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 important that you're realistic with the amount of exercise that you're doing, and you are fueling your body to function optimally, day, you know, doing your day-to-day activities, your day-to-day things, as well as, you know, the exercise that you are doing. I cannot stress enough how important it is to fuel your body. And that's whether you count calories or whether you don't count calories, you know, everyone is very individual and everyone has you know their preferences or whatever but whatever you're doing you really need to make sure you're eating enough so if you are calorie counting make sure that you have calculated the right amount if you are in um sort of just eat normally intuitive eating mindful eating whatever it is you're doing make sure you that you are listening to hunger cues And eating in response to those. So if you're feeling hungry, eat. If you're feeling really low in energy, that's usually a sign that you're under eating. So eat. You know, if your stomach's rumbling, if you feel a bit tired, lethargic, you need to eat. Okay. So it is so important that you get the ratio of food to exercise correct. Okay. And finally my last sort of big mistake that I made was I didn't follow a structured workout plan what I actually did was dabble in a few different plans so I've like I spoke about in my last podcast I dabbled in a few so I started with um, Kayla Itsines bikini body guide i done Grace Beverly's Grace Fit guide dabbled in a bit of shreddy dabbled in a bit of Courtney Black um done a little bit of this done a little bit of that and I just didn't have a consistent plan so how was I ever going to make progress without a structured plan because it is so important that you have a plan to follow so that you can make sure that you are able to apply progressive overloads to your training and progressive overload is the structure that you need to use in order to get results. So what I mean by progressive overload is just making sure that you are basically progressively overloading your body with the right stimulus to adapt and get stronger and to get fitter and to get faster you know whatever it might be so for example progressive overload let's take um shoulder press dumbbell shoulder press and I might have started with um four kg dumbbells and managing to do six reps so next week let's try and get eight reps the week after that, let's try and get 10 reps. Give your body a reason to adapt and get stronger. If I was just to do use the 4kg dumbbells and do six reps every single time, I'm never gonna get stronger. Like you need to give your body a reason to get stronger. So a reason why the reason why um having a plan is so important is because You can really pursue progressive overload because you can log exactly what you're doing. You are doing the same thing essentially week in, week out, and you can you know what weight you should be logging, sort of like what weights you've used, how many sets you've done, how many reps you've done, how was your form, etc so that you are always making progress and this is just something that i didn't do at the start because i just i well number 1 i didn't understand progressive overload and number 2 i didn't understand the importance of having a program a structured program to follow so it is so important that you do invest in some sort of plan or program so whether that is just a generic plan from some sort of fitness person that you see on Instagram or if you know you can invest in a coach or a PT I would do that because general plans are absolutely fine and I think they're a great starting point but you will get to a place where you want to you know you you have certain goals and having like a one-to-one uh PT coach whatever it might be is going to ensure that you have a structured plan tailored to your goals, which is so important. So those are the main mistakes that I made on my journey. So just to recap, looking for fads and quick fixes is a big no because they will never work. Doing too much too soon um, because you're not going to keep that motivation going. Expecting results too soon and then giving up. You need to remember that it takes time and consistency. Undereating and over exercising. It is so important that you fuel your body. You need to give it the fuel to function. And then finally, not following a structured workout plan having a plan is so important because it's going to enable you to progress so i hope that was of some use to you i hope you've taken something away from that and if you ever are in doubt or if you are really stuck and you need some help whether you're starting restarting or sort of at a plateau in your fitness journey please just reach out to me um whether you do so on instagram or whatever if you don't follow me on instagram my handle is at caitlin moore underscore x and i am always happy to help like my dms are always open and it is literally i feel like it's my calling in life to help people on their fitness journeys so that is what I'm there for and yeah like I say more than happy to help. I hope that you enjoyed this episode please let me know if you have send me a message or just let me know and I will see you in the next one.